This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Tell you what, it's good to see these three men on the screen, especially that man on the right. And that haircut is absolutely peaking right now. How good is that? Right side of his head. Uh, good to see Payne Ass back and anyone that owns Lucy is a welcome addition. Uh, not a welcome addition if you brought in Alex Safarth. But we're going to go through round 10 teamless. I can't believe we're this far through the season already. Almost uh, up to halfway now and getting much closer to origin. So we will speak about that and the, the types of guys you want to be bringing into your side in this week. But in this one here, we're going to be going through... You know, just a quick comment on each of the, the certain individual players that are definitely you know important or, or interesting to think about this week. And on the dog side of thing, you know, Matty Burton is obviously a clear man to target uh, this week if you if you are needing someone in the centre or the halves position is you know coming into his own after last week. Is there, is there a chance that it's a one hit wonder? Definitely, but he does come up against some easier teams and he won't be playing Origin, so it's a really nice time to you know to take that punt. Um, obviously, every trade in's a risk, so. You get to weigh up that, and if you think it's worth it at his cheaper price point, then then he's a good one to pick up. We'll speak about him in the in the buy hold sell anyway. In terms of guys lower down the list, Jackson's probably a good chance of getting back to bigger minutes this week, but again, don't count on it. Uh, just say that there's a decent chance of that. If we're going a little bit low, I think you got to keep Maxi King. He's obviously scoring well enough to to stay in your side. On the night side of the ball, nothing changes too much. We have you know, Adam Clune back in the seven. Texas is going to play six again, and Crossland back to fourteen. So we don't see Kurt Mann still. And Mitch Barnett comes back into the 11 role. We still have no Frizzell uh, this week. I think Randall's still someone you can hold. Uh, Crossland is a great chance of playing some middle, uh, along with the other, obviously, the other interchange guys. Um, yeah, like the only potential there is Crossland plays nine. He played seven last week, and, and that's why that Randall was going to play the 80, so something to think about there. But still, I think Randall's a hold if, you, um, if you're able to. Leo Thompson you can hold as well. He's getting another, ch- another crack at, in the 13, so he'll at least get that 30 minutes. Uh, and some decent points from that. So not not enough to, you know, not low enough minutes to, to make you lose money anyway on him. All right, guys like Tupelotto, I think you can uh, hold off on now. Last week was the week to get him. Ben Chavojevic, you'll have that spot you know, for the interim, but how long will that be? Will he have enough time to make money? I'm not exactly sure, but we'll um, we'll, we'll focus on him a little bit in another video as well. Golar's making very slow cash. We need a, a nice little bump up from him. A 30 or 40 would be del- terrific there. 
heading into this week. We've got Al-Kawatu in there. we got Bullimore in 12, so I wouldn't be looking at Bully. Uh, just a bit of a bit of a really good one week, I'd say, for him. Bronco side of the ball, you need a, a really good game from Tamari Martin um, after his you know, slower slower game last week, that's for sure. So we'll need to uh, bump that up. Reynolds, obviously, a solid option if you need a, a half through the origin period as well. And, you know, we still see Billy Walters in the nines. He can give another crack there. I don't think he's an urgent trade-out. Obviously, the 10's not great, but it is what it is. And, uh, you know, the up and down, the 46 obviously helps him out a little bit uh, to stop him from losing too much cash. But we'd uh, definitely need a 30-odd from him this week. Otherwise, we're going to lose a little bit uh, off that 300K price point. Paddy Carrigan we'll speak about as well in another video, but I definitely think he's a, a great option. His, his scoring has been incredible this year, uh, and I think he can continue to do that. Payne Hass is back, so slot him back into your side. If you traded him out for that one-week injury, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> uh, we've still got a lot of games. We've still got, well, three games until Origin anyway, so that's that. Uh, Hetherington is into the interchange bench again, so he'll probably lose it, you know, five to ten minutes there. He was playing around that 30 mark anyway on, on the interchange, so... In that role, he was actually scoring better than he was in the starting role. So however you want to see that uh, is how you want to see it. Warriors versus the Rabbitohs there on the Saturday afternoon at 3 p.m. So this will be a, a fun one. You know, hopefully the Warriors can bounce back and you know, some of these guys on the, on the on their back seven there can do it right. We lose Rocco Berry, which is interesting. He's uh, back in the in the reserves after probably you know, a better game than the majority of their outside backs had last week. If you're sticking with RC, you get to, if, like, if you picked him up, he gets another shot. Um, and Jazz Tavanga keeps the 13 roll. So it worked out pretty well at, for this week that our man Toho Harris it comes back into the 12 roll. And he's someone we'll speak about coming into this week. But he just in a general thought, I, I do like him better in the 13 roll. But I think it's probably a smarter idea for him to come back on an edge. Probably a little bit less work. Obviously, you know his numbers will still be really high. It's, it's Harris, but um, doesn't won't have to do as much on on that edge and just you know hopefully just run straight lines and and, and tackle hard on that edge there. So. That's the uh, the hope and theory for Toho, that he can come back you know, nice and smoothly without any injuries you know, after a long layoff. So welcome back to him. It's great to see him in that Warriors side, and he's going to improve them massively. And um, obviously when you get you know, the other boys back as well who are currently not on the reserves there with, uh, with Joshy Curran, then you know, that's really going to shore up that middle for, for the Warriors. And if we're looking on the Rabbitohs side, we, we do lose Isaiah Tass, so... Unfortunately, gets pushed back to the reserves after an average week when, you know, I suppose the, the, the entire team had an average week. So how, how you judge that off the one when you bring in Jackson Polo, uh, not exactly sure. But yeah, it was definitely a risk. We spoke about it. But if he was managed, to, he was, if he was able to keep that spot, you know, he was going to get some decent scores. And unfortunately, that one bad score and one bad game kicks him out of the side. And, and he should get an opportunity at some point, especially if Graham goes to Origin, for example. But, yeah, that remains to be seen at this point, unfortunately, if you brought him in. My head-to-head team did, uh, so we'll take that down as an L. Uh, but thankfully, it wasn't too expensive, so it's not the not the biggest issue. You see a lot of the top of teams at the moment with Davi Moale, uh, with Vialea, these types of things. So you can see our people squad has those types of guys. So it's not the worst thing in the world to use him as a cash-out to bring in someone else, but not ideal at the same time. I've right, still got Walker and Ilias in our halves there. Ilias is definitely a hold at this point. And in terms of the forwards, you obviously got Cook in there. Mawale keeps his spot. And Cody Nikarima heads to the bench. So very interesting how that's going to work. And um, my thoughts generally, I think he's going to come on as a little bit of a middle this week. We lose Cam Murray, unfortunately. It looks like a three- to four-week injury. He'll be out through origin as well. So he's probably a trade-out at that price. It's very hard to hold him at over 900K. Uh, so Jai Ari gets a chance at number 13, which is going to be very, very similar to what he's played uh, over the years, so just be aware of that. That scoring, 
really just how he's played in, in terms of this the, the start of this season, the first nine rounds, has been a, a bit on the edge and then mainly through the middle. So he'll probably get around 50 through the middle. I doubt he's going to get the real big minutes that Murray was. And they've got Cody Nicarima to play a bit of a lock you know, role through that middle as well. Um, and you lose, use guys like Knight. Um, Havili is a little bit of, you know, and, and Nicarima is a bit of nine cover as well if they need it. Uh, and Davi through the middle, but he's not going to be playing big minutes. Knight hasn't been playing big minutes either, so I'm assuming they'll use those three through the middle, and then Nicarima will spell Arrow for about the 30 minutes to start us off. So that's my theory on the uh, on the forwards there for the for the Rabbitohs there. Uh, and Host will get some some bigger minutes, but he's been up and down in his scoring <coughs> over the years. Okay, Titans v the Dragons, and we see Jaden Campbell come back into the one jersey, Brimson back into the six. So. Yeah, Brimo's been playing solidly at one. Not that the Titans been playing great, but that's that there. We we see pretty much the same uh, for the rest of the guys. Isaac Liu is in that 11 role as well. If you're holding guys like Aaron Clark, I think it's pretty much time to move them on. Uh, both for more, you can hold or trade up to you on that one. Very similar on the side of the of the Dragons. We see you know Ben Hunt in there at seven. and Is this the week you hold on to him and he gets an 80 or 90? It's up against the Titans. It's probably the safest week to try and do that. But I can also understand why you look to move him on. He just hasn't been scoring well enough. And that 13 last week really hurts. But uh, yeah, before that, he was 47, 49, 46, you know, that kind of realm, which is not great, but it's it's a base, right? When you're coming up against the Titans, he doesn't have anyone to really steamroll him uh, in those uh, in the well, in the outside backs. They've got a couple of decent guys, but their edge forwards, for example, aren't going to steamroll him uh, and help him miss nine tackles, I hope. Uh, but hopefully he can get a bunch of attacking stats and potentially a try himself. Still looking at the other guys in their um, in their forwards. I don't think there's anyone to, of note to speak about. Storm for the Panthers on a Saturday night. It's going to be an absolute cracker. Can't wait for this one. We lose Pap, and unfortunately, he's going to be a sell. We'll speak about him further, but he's definitely a sell this week with a, a four to six week injury potential for Origin, which he probably won't make now, which is unfortunate. Uh, but yeah, is what it is on uh, with that one. But we see Nick Manny go back to one, and I I think he's probably a little bit too expensive right now to to be able to pick him up as an option in your side. Yes, it's going to be short term. Yes, he's going to be kicking goals, but they do have the Panthers this week, which will be a closer game. And obviously, from there, it's going to get a little bit easier for him. And you know, he'll play. You'll have that spot for a fair while. But can he make a hundred k, or can he score well enough in that time to to justify it? Is he as good as someone like Ruben Garrick, who played the one jersey? You know, when they had Tommy. Uh, sorry, when they had Tommy out, but they were flying the, the Manly boys. Um, he played a bit of one jersey. He played. You know, did really well on the wing, for example. Is that going to happen in the Storm side? I'm not exactly sure, but um, I imagine some people will pick him up. I've, I've seen a few of the Facebook posts at the moment of teams there bringing in Nick Meany. So that's that there with Nick. Uh, Xavier Coates, I think, still a hold. Um, going to be a tougher game for him this week. I doubt he's going to score well. Uh, so up to you if, you if you think that, yeah, I don't want to cop his low score this week, potential low score, I should say, then um, it is a week to, to trade him out. But if you do hold him, that's fine also. Munster, Hughes, Grant, all continue to be great options and just continue to hold them. We can make a decision on, on what you want to do with them heading into Origin on round 13. Don't make a decision on them beforehand. Uh, I think if, you, if you're holding Hughes that whole time, you're, you're holding him through the buy period as well. Josh King, continue to hold him as well. Brandon Smith, the up and down nature as well. We need a couple of consistency scores from him for me to personally pick him up. Up to you how you want to play that one. On the Panthers side, we have Taylor May still, Isaac Tungo, and Crichton. All three just holds now. You've held this long. Uh, just continue doing so. Cleary, looking for a bounce-back game for him. He is uh, usually very, very good in these types of matchups uh, against the big sides. But obviously, with the reduction in kick meters, you know, that was always something that saved him. 
uh, in, in previous years against good sides, and he, but he is someone that steps up in these types of games. And after a loss last week, I'm expecting a nice bounce back from them. And with Paps out for, for the Storm, I could see a potential uh, loss on the horizon for them, and that's probably against the Panthers, which makes a lot of sense. Isaiah Yeo continues to score well. Uh, we have you know, Moses Leod is obviously back last week, and he'll continue to to play in that role, and the interchange is what it is with, with Lane. You just continue holding him. All right. We finish with the Sunday games there. So Sharks v. the Raiders. And Nico Hines goes back to one. I've heard a bunch of people say, oh, trade him out, trade him out. He's going to lose all this cash. Um, but very, very silly, I think, if you if you decide to do that. He's someone that we probably look to hold all year. There might be other guys that you trade over Origin who are playing Origin that are probably a little bit uh, less important in the fantasy game this year with Nico being, uh, as, as a bunch of people have said, last year's uh, Cleary, for example. And there's, yeah, there's no doubt of, of we can, you know, there's no way we can say that he's not averaging over 70. So Nico's great. He's going to score well at one. He's still going to kick goals. He'll be fine. Uh, up against the Raiders as well, he could have a field day. You've seen what Pap's done against a bunch of these lower teams, for example. So Nico could do the same thing there. Um, and his passing's going to be great at the back there. They're obviously going to miss Kennedy uh, with the suspension, but they'll be fine this week. Trindle does the job. Moylan will be fine. Uh, Trindle obviously scored well over the next few weeks as well. So definitely an, an interesting potential option. But yeah, for the amount of weeks, is it, is it worth it? I'm not exactly sure. And with the chance of Nico playing Origin, does he continue keeping that spot? Obviously the majority of the kick meters and, and in a team that's going well, very, very interesting. But we'll speak about him a little bit later as well. Teague Wilton coming off a big one, so you can uh, you can keep him in your side. We see McInnes back in 14, so it'll be interesting to see if Finucane comes into the forward pack again and McInnes into 13, but I think it's getting closer to that time where you could potentially pick up Cam McInnes. On the Raiders side of things, we still obviously see Whiten out for one more week, and, and a few people mentioned to me about you know Schneider might not keep his spot all the way to 13, and that's completely fair. With Paps being out now, there's still a decent chance that Whiten keeps his spot in number 14. Obviously, there's some injuries that could come further. So, Nico Hines would be the other option, obviously. And will there be injuries in the halves? Will there be injuries at fullback? Will there be injuries on the bench in general? Like these types of players that are going to be making the squads, are they? is anything going to happen with that? Is it going to be suspensions? There's a few things obviously to think about. And there's a very, very good chance that Whiten could be on that bench for... New South Wales. So if that's the case, then Frawley and Snyder will partner in the halves in, in round 13 anyway. Um, but even if he doesn't, even if he comes back earlier, Fogs, he could come off the bench. There's, you know, they could bring him back through reserve grade. There's a few things to think about there. So it's not a clear-cut answer that Snyder's going to be out. But yeah, I understand if you think that way, that it could potentially happen. Elliot, Let's talk about him. Do we think he's still a decent option? I think he still is. Uh, obviously, a little bit more expensive now. But again, we'll, we'll talk about him now at the price point in, in another video once we, we dive into everyone a little bit further. But just some general thoughts on him. Obviously, he did really well. And it can, can, if he can continue, can continue that role, which he had last week and the week before, uh, looks like there's some building some type of consistency there, then he could definitely be a good option. Starling still on the in, interchange there. So is what is for him. Let's hope that he can bounce back after a, a little bit of a lower week last week. All right, then the Roosters and the Parramatta Eels. This is a very fun game as well. This will be. Hopefully, the Roosters can bounce back. Teddy's still got a great option. I think he, you could straight swap Pap to Teddy very seamlessly here and and do well. Walker and Kiri. Kiri becoming more of an option each and every week, but I'd still be holding off from him. Angus Crichton, if you think he's not going to make origin, you could pick him up. Uh, and Connor Watson back into the nine jersey with Verrills out, unfortunately. 
All right, Eels, we have, you know, Penasini still hold. Dylan Brown in the six now, so I think you just keep hold of him uh, after that decent score last week. And, and, yeah, it's good that he's actually been stepping up against the better teams as well. If we're looking into the forwards pack there, we've got obviously Papali'i uh, very close to a, a must-have uh, as they come over the origin per- over the origin period there, but they obviously out in round 13. So at worst, you could wait till 14 and then definitely pick him up then, uh, especially with a few of these bigger guys like Paps out and stuff like that. There's a few a little bit of money to go around. Obviously, Reedy hasn't uh, won't be making or he shouldn't be making Origin at this point uh, with with Grant and, and obviously like Ben Hunt probably ahead of him as well uh, potentially. But yeah, Reed could potentially become an option in round fourteen as well. But definitely, uh, we'll work that out. Last game of the round, we got the Tigers and the Cowboys. There, it's gonna be a fun game. I think it's gonna be pretty close actually with how Tigers have been playing. Cowboys have been well, uh, doing well also. Hastings still a good option. Obviously, a fair bit more expensive at the moment. Tualangi, I think, is a hold, which we'll speak about him a little bit more. But yeah, just a really rough game for him, and, and you know you haven't seen that in the other games so far. So he'll um he should be able to bounce back, I think, in in this one. And onto the Cowboys, well, off and Galway as well. Especially we can speak about him. Is he going to be a keeper this year? Very very interesting if that's going to be the case because he continues to score amazingly well. Uh, Cowboys, so Drinky, we've got Paps out. Is Drinky an option with them playing round thirteen, for example? He's definitely an option, but his scoring's a little bit up and down. Um, I understand why you'd be thinking about him, but we'll um, we'll have a look at him a little bit further as well in the next video. Didn't Townsend, we've obviously got Cotter in the 10 jersey again. Looks like it is now, and the team is very much staying similar. Tamalolo, still a great option. Obviously, that lower score last week, he should bounce back from that. I think he'll be fine. Lukey, definitely not an option now, just gained too much in cash. And uh, you got Hess and, and Graham, uh, Griffin Neem on the bench there. That rounds out the teamless video, guys. I hope you enjoy that. If you are going to Magic Round, that'll be sick. I know that the um, the boys, uh, the Storm boys are doing a meetup, which will be fun. So you have to be in the Dead Diamond Society for that. If you don't know what that is, message me or look it up uh, on Instagram, for example. But that's that. I hope you enjoy. Anyone who's going to Magic Round, have a great time. Hope you enjoyed this video. We'll catch you in the next one. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.